Hello, beautiful bartenders. My name is Michaela Bloom, and I am your host of BarCast. BarCast is a resource for current and aspiring bar fitness instructors. We aim to answer questions that come up as instructors regarding safety, class setup, and music, as well as encouraging stories and insights from fellow instructors. Many of the people you will hear from are master instructors for barcertification.com. On barcertification.com, members have access to these instructors, as well as an open forum for other certified bar instructors. Please visit our website, barcertification.com, to learn how to become a certified instructor yourself. I'm excited to get started with the bang here today. I've got Hallie. She's one of our founding master instructors here at Bar Certification, and she's got a great background in dance and fitness and is just brilliant beyond belief, and we're so excited to talk to her today. So today we're going to talk about the fundamentals of ballet when it comes to bar. So as as master instructors, we look at submissions from instructors that are aiming to be certified. Um, and the one unifying thing I guess we would say that we find in successful bar instructors is the knowledge and understanding of ballet fundamentals. Um, Hallie, what do you feel like you've seen in, in submissions when people are testing out to become certified instructors? Really successful instructors are those that are able to present to us that they have a clear knowledge of our material, that they understand what they're doing, and that they can work with other individuals and then also pass that knowledge along and provide a really great workout for their clients. Sometimes what we find is that students can have a really hard time with ballet terminology, especially if you don't have a dance background, and that's totally normal. What we really stress with that is that you can basically review what we have in our manual. There are great tutorials that are online, and you can also ask any of our staff, as those of us here at barcertification.com are all ballet trained, and so we are always happy to help with that provide clarification because it's typically not going to be something that you're going to encounter if you've got a background as a trainer. And one of the things that's so great about bar and one of the things that really attracted me to it, despite the fact I have a ballet background, is that the bar workout can be very adaptable to any type of fitness background. So it's not that you have to be a ballerina in order to do it or want to be a ballerina in order to do it. All you have to do is be interested in sort of a balance between toning as well as strength as well as flexibility. You can build a bar class that encompasses all of those major factors. Also what's really great about the bar program is that it's something that can be really catered to different sort of backgrounds and injuries. So for instance, you can have individuals that have never been interested in fitness or working out before, and you can really have a a fitness regimen for them through bar that allow them to sort of be introduced to fitness and possibly really even enjoy it, which would be fabulous. But you can also even work at very elite levels of individuals because the type of training you get in sort of high-level athletics is very different than what we have in bar. And bar, in many ways, will complement and improve what those individuals already have in their normal training. Right, like you've heard of all the professional football players like going into a ballet class. Like I'm sure they're not really getting a lot from you know, sets of plies at the bar or whatever, but what they are getting is those small muscular movements that really focus on parts of the body that, you know, aren't used in especially athletic training. That's so, that's so true. I love that. Um, something else we as a podcast and as a company really strive for is creating a healthy culture around um, bar fitness. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of options out there with this fitness and it is sort of one of those trends that comes along but as dancers we know like it's something we've been doing our entire dance careers and it's 
it's not maybe necessarily a new technique, but it is a new trend in the fitness world. And so um, with that comes a lot of different culture that, that, you know, is approached by different studios and different, um, you know, just different ways to take the class. And so what we really hope to do is um, encourage similar to the way they, that like the Yoga Alliance has created a really understanding and peaceful environment for all certified yoga instructors. It's the same idea with BAR. It's that, you know, we're all on the same page and it's really neat that we get to teach the same style and the same um, fitness instruction across the world and that we want to all be in a unified team as opposed to against each other. I think one of the really important things that we also try to, to really um, emphasize in people that are pursuing our bar training program is that while we have sort of set moves that we like to see in the bar program, and there are certainly sets of different exercises that you must demonstrate to us just to show proficiency, we totally want to see your individual sort of personality, what you think is interesting and fun to also come through into your class so that you're able to personalize it. And then you can also then personalize it more depending on who's in your class. So we are not one of those companies that say you should have one bar workout, that it's exactly the same thing. It's the only thing you're going to teach seven days a week for months and months at a time. Instead, what we say is we're going to build a vocabulary for you that you can then take and then build a unique and interesting class for your clients. And then you're free to sort of switch that up as necessary, depending on who's taking your classes, what types of levels you would like to offer. So in many ways, you really would like to create lots of um, interesting, creative new workouts from this. We want to see Bar really grow and see all, what all the different instructors that are training in our program can also bring to that. Because it's always very exciting to see what new variations people actually use. And our only thing that we want to see consistently is safety. So as long as what you're doing is safe, feel free to be as creative as you would like. Oh my gosh, yes. So one last question before I let you go for today. What is the move that you feel two days later? So whether it's like bar push-ups or something crazy and you know unique to your class maybe, what's the one that you're like two days later, you're still feeling it? I think one of my favorite, and I'm known for this in teaching all of my classes, is I love calf work. Partially because it's actually one of the most difficult uh, parts of the body to work, and so building calf strength is really difficult to do. One of the sort of fundamentals that we really strive for are our elevés and plié relevés, and we do that in parallel or sixth position. We do that in first position as well as second position, and we do it at a relatively high rep. And what's really great is to see how clients are able to sort of up their reps as they take more and more classes. But it's really great to see that people are able to strengthen this one particular area that a lot of people have difficulty with. I love making people hurt the next day because you won't be able to walk for two days afterwards. And that's great, but it makes your legs look great and it provides all of that lower leg support and strength that's really necessary. And like, this is such a great example of like where the dance background comes into play because what you do when you're training to go up on point as a ballet dancer is a ton of calf work. You really want to strengthen the ankles mm -hmm. and your, your instructor as a ballerina should not let you even touch point shoes until, the, until that's mm -hmm. achieved. Mm -hmm. So we're coming from it from this angle where it's like, we know once you can attain that strength, once you've built up the lower leg strength, it mm -hmm. really pays off not just to be able to go up on point, but... Mm -hmm. It supports your whole body, right? All of your body rests on the lower Oh, legs, yeah, so absolutely. It's everything. That's great. Mm -hmm. And so it's really great to give such a, you know, give attention to details in those different parts of your muscles as opposed to just focusing on quads, which most people like to do, which is fabulous. But it's really important to do that balanced leg work. So we really like to emphasize working the entire leg as much as possible. Yes.
Oh my gosh, I hope you guys are doing calf raises right now as you listen. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to let you guys go for today. I really hope you uh, listen up as we uh, release new episodes every few weeks. And email if you ever have questions is going to be social at barcertification.com. And uh, we hope to talk to you soon, and we hope we can be a great support for you. Okay, so at this point, you're absolutely loving BarCast. This is your favorite new podcast. And we want to give you guys a little behind-the-scenes uh, bonus footage here um, and talk a little bit about the business um, of opening a bar studio or running a bar studio. Um, so we've got founder of Bar Certification and a fabulous uh, fellow studio owner, Lisa Juliet, here. And she's going to give us some great advice um, on all things uh, related to business and bar studios. So Lisa, today we're going to talk about finding your niche as a studio itself and um, maybe as an instructor as well and talk about what's important to you when, when structuring classes and, and related to your background, what creates an identity as a studio. Great. Yeah, so finding your niche is the biggest thing that you can do for your own studio. Um, the first thing that I do suggest is go with your strength. If you are a martial artist and you want to incorporate bar, add martial arts to your bar instruction. If you are a triathlete and you're trying to incorporate bar into your cross training, add um, with the spinning section, possibly add bar onto spinning. So there's ways you can make it your own. When you come in um, to this business, it's important to focus on your unfair advantage, what makes you unique and different. Um, and certainly if you're a triathlete, that definitely makes you <laughs> unique and different, uh, especially for me. Um, <laughs> uh, if you could think of like one um, bit of advice for someone that's maybe just starting out on this uh, entrepreneurship adventure, maybe what's one thing you would say to younger version of you, right? The number one rule is maintain flexibility. You may go into class thinking you are going to teach a very specific class one way, and it is never going to end up that way. The same goes for business. If you go in very closed-minded and not open to being flexible with the way things kind of roll, you are not going to be successful. So be flexible in your business and be flexible in your classes and really open up your ears to your students. Lisa, that's so great. We do want everyone to be successful in this. This is such an exciting time for bar and for instructors. And uh, we, of course, want you all to get certified. So as a huge, huge thank you for listening today, uh, we're going to give you a discount code for barcertification.com. And that discount code is just BARCAST1, spelled B-A-R-R-E-C-A-S-T, and the number one. Enter that in. We'll be sure to give you 10% off. We love that you've been patient enough to listen all the way through and um, look forward to your feedback and suggestions and find us on social media. And again, you can email us at social at barcertification.com. And thanks so much.